Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever. Actually, Coach, Hoopsters is sold out worldwide, completely sold out. So we've got a new sponsor tonight. Hmm. Um, oh. oh. Hi, this is Coach, and if there's one thing that we can be sure that every true sports fan loves, it's beautifully designed wallpaper. That's right, Coach. Sports fans love beautifully designed wallpaper, and I'm not talking about those garbage prints at Sherwin-Williams. Hell no! I'm talking about the artfully designed patterns from our friends at Paperbird. Those rule. From geometric and modern to classic and vintage, these are the patterns that will set your walls apart. Plus, it's peel-and-stick wallpaper, so no more fussing with liquidy glues and brushes and stuff. Paperbird's wallpaper is easy to clean, safe, and non-toxic, just like Sports Wednesday. So head to paperbirdhome.com to get yours today. And tell them BMOC sent you. Good times. All right, we are speeding. We'll do this in three, two, one. Cue the coach. I, w- I was thinking... What if what if March Madness was actually in May? What what would they call it? May May Mayhem. Noise. It's not Mun Mun Monday. It's not Two Two Tuesday. It's Sports 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 Wednesday Day Day Day. Worldwide. Welcome to the Sports Wednesday Morning Zoo on WMMS 100.7. It's getting wacky in here in the jungle. This is the only Wednesday-themed podcast focused on sports, rendered at a medium level with live music, not for you, but for us, and it's awesome. My name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus, or BMOC. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hello. Hey, welcome to us. Hey, hey, how you doing? All right. Yeah, I do this show with uh, with two co-hosts, a dingle and a berry. Let's see who's who. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> this guy. This guy. He put all of his money in tacos, and then he ate the profits. It's the coach, basketball legend, Matt Longley. How are you, coach? I don't even know what that means, but I love it. I love tacos. I'm doing good. Coach, uh, coach, I know that uh, you're starting a new season of coaching, your 72nd season of coaching middle school yep. baseball. How, how's, a, how's the team I'm, I am very, very, very averagely uh, medium-level optimistic we could win two games this year, and that is double what we won last year. I'm excited. Nice. All right. And then you can find this guy on LinkedIn under – it's the maestro. Brian, hey, how are you, maestro? I'm shredding tonight. He is shredding tonight. Maestro was saying in our pre-show chat that uh, the fingers were limber. He was feeling really good about how the guitar was going. So let's try and maximize guitar opportunities in this show. Sounds good. All right. We will uh, get to this show. First of all, if you're on the social media, go ahead and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sports Wednesday. We're also on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. No S. Three-year quest to get that S has come up short. It's just going to take one more year. We'll get it next year. We will get it next year. And uh, head to sportswednesday.com and get get your merch. And uh, there's the holidays are coming up. It's never too early to order your, your Sports Wednesday merch. If you don't get it now, you're just going to look foolish on the 4th of July. You just are. You're going you're gonna to look silly. So uh, that's social media. Hey, what are you guys drinking tonight? I heard some beers pop in yeah. there. Maestro, I, I know what you got. Why don't you tell us? It sounds delicious. I got a hams with two M's mm-hmm. hams. from the land of sky blue water. How about you, I'm, coach? I'm still sucking down some Miller High Life. I, it's, I, I'm really enjoying it. Wow. Did you, well. did you guys ever notice the hams? It's it's possessive. So it's like. It's not mine. It's yours. It, it, it belongs to the hams. It's hams beer. <laughs> it's hamses. It belongs to no one and everyone. It belongs to the universe. Hams from the land of sky blue water. And of course, I'm uh, enjoying a PBR tonight. PBR, the official beer of BMOC. (laughs) What an institution that is. Well, it's not May Mayhem. It's March Madness. Let's get into it. Whoa! 
All right, this is a maestro show sheet. I'm excited for it. Lots of riffs on there. Uh, what the heck happened? We each have 30 seconds. It seems to me uh, it's been a crazy tournament so far. Coach, 30 seconds. What's going on, March Madness? What what what, what, what what's going on? What is it? Um, Quick take. Uh, the SEC is garbage. I don't know if anybody, anybody <laughs> would have picked them as their favorites. What a dumbass that would be to pick anybody from the SEC. Stupid goddamn picks. Hate you, SEC. All right. Well, that's a bit of a 180. Not unusual for the coach, though. <laughs> My 30 second take is this. this is why I love March Madness, right? I did some research. I looked at, I thought, here's some upset specials that might happen. Nobody thought St. Pete's was going to beat Kentucky. It's like, that's what makes it great. You just can't predict Iowa. How many of us had Iowa going to the Final Four? You just can't predict it. Uh, it does seem, though, that tournament's weird. It's a day of craziness and then a day of chalk and then a day of craziness and then a day of chalk. So hopefully uh, if you are a favorite, you're playing on a day of chalk. And if you're an underdog, you're on a day of craziness. Maestro, what's going on? Are you ready? ready? Yeah. I have not watched anything yet. That's not true. I did watch a little bit of Ohio State lose to uh, Villanova. I did watch some of that game. But other than that, I've watched nothing. So it cracks me up that I'm just watching my bracket or the brackets. Yeah. So, uh, well, you're a designer and you like typography, so that makes sense. I, I probably watch more games this this year than I have in years just because I'm working for myself and working from home and I can. So I've got TV and screens all around me and a lot, a lot of good basketball uh, there. I'll tell you what. If you can shoot three-pointers, you're going to go gonna far win. in this tournament. Jeez. That's what I had to say. What are- Coach, you were all in on Auburn. Mm-hmm. They did not make That's- it. So if you're going to pick a new national champion, and, and you won't get points. No, I know, because it's too late. None of, none no. of us will, because we'll never remember. No, of course not. You've got a 1 in 16 chance. And I'll still it. screw it up. But I, I, am, I am all in on Jay Wright and the Nova Wildcats. I... Um, Ooh. I love the way that they play. They answered. I mean, Ohio State played a good game, and and Ohio State made played a strong second half for and, sure. And Nova just had the answer. God, they had three or four guys that uh, hit clutch threes, and they, as a team, very underrated um, skill that will go that goes so far in these close games. They shoot eighty six or eighty seven percent from the free throw as a team, you foul anybody yeah. and it's two points. Like you can't catch up like Ohio state yeah. made, made a mistake, had to foul. They're down two more points. So um, I like Jay, Wright. I like the experience. And they were, they were cool. Cats they were. Too. Like they did not get, they didn't get flustered. Not rattled. I mean, that game was within two not points rattled. and, and Ohio state had the ball, uh, had a dumb turnover or a bad shot. And then Villanova, next thing you know, they're up by seven. So it's like, they just, they look like they know what they're doing, and they they're not afraid. So I, I'm picking Nova. Nova. All right, I will say this, and I have zero data to back this up, but it does feel to me like a lot of teams get to the point where they can win it on the line, and they're missing a lot of those free oh, throws. Just ask uh, EJ Lydell. I mean, like if he hits the front end of that one and one, it's a one point ball game. <laughs> but he, yeah. he didn't hit the free throws. Yeah. Well, we've got uh, the Sports Wednesday bracket over on ESPN.com. Once again, our top two finishers will get a prize from the prize bucket, as will our last place finisher. And Maestro's been studying that bracket like a mofo. Maestro, what's going on with that I have, bracket? And I'll be 24,000 entries. What a huge, what a you know, huge opening. I, I got to say, this is probably our most, our biggest bracket since we started the show. Would you agree? I, For sure. I mean, we've we've got a lot of folks on here, a lot of our buddies, um, some new folks th- that haven't been on our bracket. I promoted the shit a lot out of it. A lot of chatter. Uh, you know, I'm getting a lot of texts. There's a lot of a lot of good vibes and and funny stuff going on. But um, I will say, I'm I'm definitely the strongest of of us three. But that's no big surprise. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, new newcomer, uh, Billy. Billy uh, David Lee Roth Peak is his leading it right now. Ninety four yep. state champs. Yep. Um, we got Volker there at number two. So some tough. I, I, I'm probably going to just drop slowly down the down the list. But it, it comes down to that champ. I pick. like your you know, Arizona pick. That's a good pick. 
Uh, yeah, at this point at the Sweet 16, you have more possible points available to you. So you and is is Ms. Axe, is that Max? That must be Max. That's uh, um, Northern that Kentucky be, yes. Norse, Max. Yes. Norse. Norse. Arizona uh, and Gonzaga there. So, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see uh, who's going to come out. And then you never know. Someone in like fourth or fifth place can suddenly surge up there. It can always happen. That's true. But yeah, if, if Zags or, or Arizona fall, then it's... The Which I'm predicting Kansas one of them will. I just feel like one of them will. Yeah, I think you're right. A lot of Kansas picks. So those those could soar right up to the top pretty fast. So, But yeah, I'm excited. Next week's going to be awesome. Or this weekend's going to be it's awesome. It's going to be awesome. Now, wait. Now, let me ask you a question. Like, I The vibes and good feelings and texts, I'm not getting any of that. You're not getting any of that? What? Well, no, well, nobody's texting me. That's because you did. You really sell this to to your friends and family? yeah. Like, I got like the Cincinnati Maggie? trio to do it. Mm. That's weird. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coach, are you getting vibes and fun texts and and smack talk? Oh, I, I can't set my phone down without it blowing up. Wow, but that's that's Coach's phone all the time. He's he's got more thread group threads than anybody in in the in the. The tri-state area, I think. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. That's just, that's just text, a Thursday. He's texting people. He's texting people oh my right God, now. This is so great. He's got Sports Thursday, Sports Tuesday going. This is this is one of those deals where nobody wants to text me because because I'm BMOC and it's you know they're all like, oh man, we can't bother. He's a celebrity. He's an important podcast celebrity, and he probably has a million things going on, and so they don't want to bother. Me. That's <laughs> That's what I think is going on here. Let me tell you about our mascot bracket, and I think this is the point where we're going to have to come clean. <laughs> Do we have to? Do it. So so in our last show, we did an all-mascot breakdown. You heard about two minutes of it. It took us like 18 minutes to get through it. it was, uh, but when I said Marquette, I said the Screaming Eagles, knowing full well that they were the Golden but Eagles. But I jumped on it. But oh, I'm so excited. We all jumped on it because we liked the name Screaming Eagles so much. And – so having the wrong nickname in our brains carried Marquette to the championship of the all mascot bracket. Uh, so Meister wants to do the whole thing over. I think it's too late. I think we got to stick with Can it. We- this is as usual. The, the, the point here, as usual, is that I'm an idiot and should not be in charge of this. I feel like we should have the mascot sweet 16 and go from there. It's, I, I feel like we could have. It's a missed opportunity, but we could have done it again, rebooted from 16 in. Uh, and did you set up a bracket? And you're I did. Yeah, I've got it all set up, ready to go. Are you ready to start? <laughs> I said it's a missed opportunity. I always put the responsibility of that on you, but I, we should have done it. So I, I have a question for you, BMOC. Is there a college team that is the Screaming Eagles? Uh, that's interesting. I did look. There are a couple of like Division Three Screaming Eagles. There's, of course, um, Purple Eagles that are out there. Uh, yeah, but I should I? I wish I wish I could just. Is there any chance we could um, we could petition to have the Golden Eagles switched over to the Screaming Eagles before the end of the tournament? You know, they switched it several years ago from Warriors, and it was not without controversy. It was a less enlightened time. Uh, The Screaming Eagles is also the official name of the DC United fan club. Mm. Oh, Southern Indiana Screaming Eagles. Okay, so there are a few people that find it as fascinating as we do, that love the Screaming Eagles. Toka Falls College, Screaming Eagles. Toka Falls. Man, that place is awesome in the fall. It is it's so beautiful. Nice. The, the, it looks to me like uh, USI, the University of Southern Indiana, is probably the best well-known Screaming Eagles. But I, I'm, it's, I think Maestro could do a better job at that mascot. I'm just putting it out there. Can you uh, put that on my list, my logo oh, list? God. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we have a spreadsheet. We have a spreadsheet, don't we? Or some sort He's of. Gonna get to him. He's going to get so to at him. least seven different sheets on that spreadsheet. So, in case you're curious on how picking a tournament <laughs> when you only go by um, how mascots many we right? is, we are right now getting four percent correct. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> So uh, we have 250 points with a max possible of 330 We're going to get that I want to take a look and see who might still be alive in our tournament bracket. Is there any green on it? There can't be. 
The mocks losing. Was, was I saw tough, if they won, so. we had a good chance. That's right. Okay, so St. Peter's. We had the Peacocks. And Purdue, both still alive. Oh, go Peacocks. So if they, and they're playing in the Sweet 16. Uh, Iowa State, we still have those Cyclones. They they went pretty pretty far, and then we picked them to beat Miami. So really the bottom half of our bracket's looking pretty good. The top half, there's uh, nobody still alive. Yeah. So uh, that's the all-mascot challenge. Good Good times. times. All right, let's get to the main bit of this show, Maestro. Main bit. Guys yeah, ready? do it. I'm, I'm, I've always been ready. Billies! Billies! The best villain. <laughs> Sounded like Danzig. Villains. All right, tell us about it, Maestro. All right, so you know we've had some episodes here this this year so far with some side themes, the main bits that are a little different, not necessarily sports related. We had one that was endings, and the second one was um, underrated. Underrated. So this time, I thought we would do something about villains. Um, you know the the nature of our world right now. There's a war going on um, in Europe, and uh, lots of talk about these bad people so it got me thinking about villains and you know how do we look at villains especially in different sort of categories i came up with three actually two and then the third we can pick but i think like a sports villain is a little different than say a movie or tv villain so i wanted to dig into that a little bit and then obviously a villain in real life is completely different so um, i asked the three of us to come up with one villain that's a sports villain one that's a movie or film or entertainment film, and then they get to choose. We get to choose the third category, whatever that could be. Who wants to go first? I can, I can go first. Is that okay? Well, first of all, first of all, Coach, what do you what what categorizes a villain for you? I know the definition is you know is pretty. Uh, to dark. me, it's yeah, like it's 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 gotta be. Um, well, see, there's so. <laughs> Like when you call about like when you're looking for best villain, I I, I had a, a couple different things in my head. One, I can think of in all three categories of these people that I absolutely like hated. Like I just didn't like them at all. Like I despised them. And that makes them a great villain. But then there's also like I thought about some of these villains definitely like in in TV and in movies is like, man, they're bad people but they're super like maybe super cool and like they're really good at being a villain. They're like kind of badasses. Right. So I, I had, I had struggled with which one, but I think I fell on, on like the people I just absolutely hate. I just hate you. Um, and I will say, I will say with, with movies, especially and TV, a lot of times it is, the villain is like your favorite character, right? Because they're oh, so yeah. mean, but they're also, there's something about them that you, that you kind of like, um, which is way different than a villain in real life or even in sports. So, all right, fire away. Let's hear them. Okay. So like I, in sports to me, this was, this was so easy. Like I have just this visceral dis, I, I can't stand this guy. Like I literally, I've just, I've Don't just hated it. him for Don't. so long. Oh, I know. I know do where you? you're going. Oh, no, damn. Man. Um, and that's Bill Lambeer. I hate Bill Lambeer. <laughs> I just knew it. Absolutely. From the bottom of my gut all the way through, like it's pure white hate. I'm sure he's a fine person, but on the basketball court, I fucking hated this guy. I just hated so, him. <laughs> I, I think, Coach, I think that helps form sort of your definition of a sports villain because – Right, a villain, someone with evil intent, and in sports, that's not the case. Their intent is to win. Yes, but yeah. their means, when their means are evil, like Lambeer was known as a dirty player. Absolutely, right? and you might yes. throw like James Harrison in that category, oh, yes. or uh, you know, uh, even I'd say Draymond Green. He's definitely kind of in, a, in there, right? That's what I love about sports is the villain still has the same intention of winning. And and, and here's what I hate that guy, but. I love 
that he existed. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like, yeah. I love that he existed because like the feeling I had when, I mean, it was, we're Cavs fans. Like people, people yep. go through all these years and they look at the, the, um, the bad boys and they think, Oh, what they did with the big teams, like the, the Chicago bulls. But yep. we spent so much time watching them play the Cavs, and they were just, he was just as evil and, and, and mean. And, and the Cavs were good back then. Yeah. And it was such yeah. a battle and they were, they were, they were um, division rivals. So they played a crap ton yeah. of games and I just got to know and hate him so much. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting too with sports is that you've got, so you've got that, that sort of villain, but then you all, it's, it seems like there's also a villain that becomes a goat, right? The goat is yeah. so good. Yep. And he consistently beats your team, your pride and joy. And then they all of a sudden become a villain just because they're so damn good. Yeah, that happens a lot. I mean, I think Steph Curry for, like that that becomes for like for us like the way. Oh he, yeah, or Tom Brady. Uh, yes. I mean, people are always you know they just resent that so much that. Remember when Lambeer would wear like the face mask? <laughs> yes. I mean, you couldn't make it any better. God, he was such. And his, yeah. his runner-up is Mahorn too, because that dude was. I hated that dude as well. Yeah. Well, let's stay with sports. Let's Pete. Let's go. With, let's go to yours. Yeah. So mine, kind of, kind of there. What's interesting about my uh, villain, who was in his prime, I would say maybe one of the ultimate sports villains ever, has since done a dramatic heel turn to be a nice person, uh, despite his rape conviction, uh, is Mike Tyson. Oh Mike my God, Tyson yes. in his prime. Oh my God. When he's chewing off Evander Holofield's ear and he's getting the face tattoo and he's just <laughs> destroying everyone that comes up against him and unapologetic, didn't care a whit about the boxing establishment. He was just like, show me someone that I can attempt to kill with my fists. Uh, I think, I think he's the ultimate sports Wait, villain. He, nice. He's quoted as saying that his, his focus when he got in the ring, this is years ago, like when like when he was knocking people out within 15 seconds. He goes, my focus is that when I get in the ring, I want to punch them so hard in the face that I jam the bone in their nose up into their brain and I kill them. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. He goes, that's yeah. what I'm going for. I, it, the kill punch. Yeah. I'm like. That's a good strategy. That's that's him. That, and I'm like, I believe. So he like he never wore socks. He's like, I would I would do this barefoot. I, it's a very primal experience for me. God, he was a scary son of a bitch. Yeah, you're right. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Iron Mike. And now he's he's like this lovable guy who has a cartoon and he has a podcast where he smokes pot with people. He's, he's living his best life now. Well, I sent you guys that link. He's got. Uh, it's actually a partnership with Evander. That's Holyfield beautiful. Like that makes it even better. Ears. It is the edible ears <laughs> with the with a chunk missing. Uh, it's, it's good stuff. We should get those guys on the show. We really should. I'm sure they're available. I bet you Mike Tyson would go on the show. All right, Petey, chase after that. Petey's going to work on that. All right, Maestro, how about you? All right, so my sports, I'm, I'm, I'm glad nobody picked it, but why would you guys pick it? Because it's a tennis player. It's, uh, it's John McEnroe. And here's the uh, thing about, here's about, John, here's about Johnny Mac. Like, I kind of love him now, but back then, like I was young, Thinking about sports villains, most of them happened like when I was a kid. Like I was sort of susceptible to just like hating somebody and I didn't know why. But McEnroe back in the day, man, he was he loved to be the villain and he would push everybody's buttons and the, you know, the referees and stuff. And so I just thought he was he was awesome. Who did you follow? Like, who was your uh, tennis player that you followed back then? Because oddly enough, I I loved McEnroe, even as a young player. I just I just loved him. Um, because I think I was call me contrarian. I was just like, everybody loved Jimmy Connors or, or, and I was like, ah, I love him, but I love McEnroe. Yeah. I think, you- I think when I was younger, I think of the Amer of the American tennis players, I did. I think I liked Jimmy Connors, which as you, as you learn, he was kind of the dick. Yeah. He was a dick too. And McEnroe was actually just, you know, being himself. But I think I was, a I like kind of like, um, Oh, what the shit? I can't remember his name. Beyond Borg. Beyond Borg. I liked him. You loved a Borg. And then I and then I really liked Boris Becker, which I didn't like him at first, but then I was an Agassiz fan from there. I, w- I was a big fan of Agassiz. So. 
I was a Mats Valander fan. Mm. Love Mats Valander. Was wasn't there a point where Borg attempted a comeback with a wooden racket and like yes, he, he did, did like that one match a, and then he's like, oh, all right, I'm gonna use the yeah. That was a big mistake. But that that said, I love that he tried it though. Thinking, he tried thinking about McEnroe though. There's another tennis player that was big during that era that was a villain mainly just because of where he came from, and that was Avon Lindel. Remember? Oh, we God. Were, yeah. We but were still in the Cold War, and there was all that. He was that. robotic. He was yes. robotic. He didn't have much of a personality, but like unfairly the villain, right? And he had weirdly Popeye forearms because he was just like one forearm was his right forearm was like this weirdly shaped. And he had just this- to clarify, are we talking about Ivan Lendl or Ivan Drago? Because both of your descriptions fit here. I think they're the same person. And remember Lendl had, he had like sawdust or something in his pocket? Remember? Yeah, in his pockets. He kept his hands dry. It was so weird. They're weird. Oh, they were, oh I uh, do that. I do that every show. I fill up my pockets yeah, with you, sawdust. But tennis had, so, tennis had so much character back then though. Mm-hmm. But it was popular. People cared. Like yeah. right now, literally name five tennis players. I could not named Federer or yeah. Nadal. And those guys are all retiring. They're all retiring. All you retiring. can't name anybody. Like, nobody cares. Tennis right. is in trouble being taken over by pickleball. All right. I love pickleball. Movies. Movies. What do you got? Movies. Nice I'll go first. Um, I had a huge list as you would, as you would. Of course. Think. And I had to kind of really think about it. I had to, you know, had to go talk to my wife about it. I had some back and forth. But um, I am going to go with, and the same thing, like, I feel like these were established as a youth, you know, just getting into movies and being sort of traumatized by characters and movies and stuff like that. So I am going with Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit off the beaten path, but I'm going with the character Alex from Clockwork Orange. Okay. That character freaked my ass out and he was smart, violent, weird, um, that's a, a movie you love, and I believe you dressed up as him for Halloween. I did. I did. You <laughs> remember right. that? I totally forgot about it. And that. it was a great costume. Like you got the coveralls and everything. Yeah. But yeah, that that movie, and I, I honestly I haven't watched that movie in a long time, but it haunts me. It's just one of we the watched. Movies. I watched it again. Well, because my son likes it, and he was actually this was maybe a year ago. Him and his friend were going to dress up as those characters. And it just never came together and he watched it. And so I watched it again. It is, it is a, it's a disturbing film. It really is. It is very disturbing. And he is top of the line disturbing, but that's a good pick. What cool. do you got, Coach? All right. So I went movies. I, I, I was thinking, I mean, I could do. I, oh, did I, you, I, you did a TV show. That's I right. did, but I don't have to do that. I'm, I, you could I, do the TV show. Though. Okay. So do, do whatever you want so, do so whatever you want. You the, have to follow directions. The villain that that just absolutely freaks me out, and it's because it's it takes place in a place I never want to be because my stature. A school. Little, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, is um, my stature, my good looks, and my propensity uh, to some, help it's people. In jail. Something in jail. It's something in prison. Uh, and yeah. It's 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 Ver, Vernon Schillinger Schillinger. Uh, from Oz, oh, which is the, uh, the 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 J.K. whatever what's his name? J.K. Oz. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I know you're talking about. Holy shit, is he J.K. Abs- Rowling? He- <laughs> it's it's the actor there. there. It's the J.K. Act- Dobbins. No, it's the actor from uh, Simmons. From, from- J- Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. J.K. Simmons. Okay. Gotcha. He is. Uh, he just he plays the leader of uh, the Aryan Brotherhood, and he is absolutely just. Oh my God, he's so filled with hate, and you're just. Oh my God, he's just so evil. <laughs> yeah. He's so evil. I remember, like, that- and I watched that whole series, and I'm just like, Oh my God, he like he'd get on the screen, I'd be so like, Oh, someone is going, something bad is going to happen. That really show bad. needs to come back just to scare people into not wanting to to ever go to jail. Oh my God, please, that would that's that's scared straight. No, that's it definitely scared me straight. That's a great villain. <laughs> yeah. Nice job. All right, BMOC, let's hear it. Well, I think you guys know that I'm going to pick someone from Let Them Play a Triathlon Across America, and I'm going to go with Kowalski. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He's an absolute villain. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so similar in terms of an older film, I went with uh, 
Nurse Ratchet from Oh Before yeah, the yeah, that's Nest. a good one. And that's that's a great novel. It's a great. It's one of those few like book and movie are equally great, and uh, just even like I remember I watched it when I was like twelve, being so frustrated with that character, and like it's just gotten worse and worse, and she's just so unflappable, so you know, so in control of these these people who you are rooting for, and so I, uh, and you know, plus as you guys know. <laughs> worked out really. I, I had a few okay. women. On, I had a few women on uh, my list. Seven oh two. I had a few women on my list too, but not not Nurse Ratchet. Although I, she terrifies me. But um, the you know Glenn Close's character in Fatal Attraction was yeah, a good villain. Good. That re, you know recently that Gone Girl, that character in Gone Girl was was pretty horrible too. So yeah. Any yeah, other? Any and, other? Also, uh, number two, Barbara Streisand and Yentl. And then I just want to give a shout out to any role that uh, Steve Zabka played in the eighties. Yeah, he is the villain, or William Zabka. I'm sorry, William Zabka. But he he was he was a great villain in all those films. Cried a kid. Did you guys have a ru- any runners up? Because before we jump into, or are you saving them for your wild card? I had I had some I had, like I said I had a whole list in in, in my movies, but you know. The, there's obviously the obvious ones, right? Like Darth Vader's a classic. Yeah, villain. yeah, yeah. He's Vol- like at the top of every list. Yeah, Voldemort. What is, about Voldemort? Was a good one. Um, yeah, I was. I I wanted to keep it like human. Obviously, there's are fictional characters, but like I was thinking also Agent Smith from Matrix or the Terminator. Yeah, he was a good but one. They're robots, so I was like, eh, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. Them. I, uh, what about I, the only, my only runner-up was Coach in the last time I saw you, which is short God, film. I, I was on really Vimeo. Please check it out. <laughs> I don't know if you're hungry, but found some pizza in the fridge. It looks kind of old. The shit's getting kind of old. Easy now. Just a few more questions. That's what you said like two hours ago, and we're still sitting here answering the same questions that are going nowhere. Did you fight with your wife? Fight? What do you mean fight? I mean like, did I have a fight with my wife yesterday? I mean, fight In general. In general. Coffee? (laughs) All right, I love this next category then. It's you choose, maestro. I go first? Why don't you go go first? Because we both... All right, I'll go first. first. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I thought I was going to go real life, real life. Don't worry, Maestro, you can rest easy. It's not going to be you. That whole sweet assassin thing's a topic for a different episode, probably a different podcast. We don't need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. I picked two and I can't tell who I, I dislike more. One I think is, is probably going to, it's like a pre-pandemic villain because I don't go to an office anymore, but pre-pandemic Guy who takes the last cup of coffee and doesn't make a new pot at the office. Okay. True villain. True villain. Total, total villain. Total psychopath. Secondly, and coach, you can, you'll probably argue with me on this one. Here we go. Youth sports coach who runs up a double digit score and continues to press. A double digit lead continues to press. And I'm thinking specifically of a lacrosse coach when my daughter played lacrosse in third grade. And I mm. ran onto the field with the other dads. So what, it wasn't even a, a it wasn't even a tournament where they're trying to get uh, point differential nope. or anything. Aggregate scoring. Uh, nope. Yeah. Nope. All right. I, I I can I can I piggyback on your hate for that person, the villain. Mm-hmm. That is the that is a true true Those evil, are villains, evil yeah. human being, and I've experienced a lot of them because I've lost a lot of games in some close, but a lot of times I've been on the other side. Of that loss, yeah. I will say I have been the victim of the coffee pot situation many times. Um, I feel like I always would go in. This was back when our office had coffee areas, like on every every yep. section of the floor. But it seemed like every time I went in there, there was like a millimeter left that I was making a pot, and then I would leave. I would make a pot, and then leave, and then come back, yeah. and it would be gone again. Oh, brutal, brutal. At uh, at Microsoft and uh, big corporate villain for a lot of people, but they don't have coffee pots like that. They have these giant robotic machines from Starbucks, and you just put it, you punch in your order on a touch screen, and it Brilliant. makes it all grinds the beans. Oh. And it's, yeah, it's that. pretty fancy. Oh, that sounds that sounds so good. I mean, my hams is delicious, but 
a fresh coffee right now. Deep we need a hams machine. Mm. <laughs> All right, what do you got, Maestro? Real life? What? What's what's your so, choice? I thought about real life, but I decided to go another route, and it's sort mm-hmm. of fictional, sort of sports. But mm-hmm. I was also digging back into my youth, and there was a particular villain. WWF. Oh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. It. Oh my God, I almost <laughs> picked him too. Oh my I, God, I hated him. Like He's I was on my list. I would get out of bed. Oh my God. I would get out of bed on a Saturday to watch and hate him. Like I just. Oh my oh, God, he drove me crazy, and he was so loud. Rowdy oh. Rowdy Piper. Oh my God, he was such a good villain. <laughs> he was so good. And then he ended oh. up becoming a good guy at some point, right? Like later, maybe. In- yes, they all they all heels. They, they turn heel and then they jump yeah. in, and then they're. I was heroes disappointed then- that he like became a good guy, but I know that the, it's all it's all for show. But it, he was so. Yes, I didn't know. <laughs> but he was so good at it. He was really good. That's that's a good one. Uh, that's a well played one. All right. Okay. Coach. So mine, I mine mine I I I didn't. There's just this particular I had to go back into sports because there's a particular player that I really it's 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 an institution of where they come from. And it's really Duke players. Duke, <laughs> Duke players. was on my list. And and but particular the one that just he just scrapes everything like it's like taking your knuckles on a cheese grater. That's what it feels like when I see oh, you, him. And that's you Grayson never liked Allen. him. I know you're go- where you're going. Grayson Allen. Yeah. I can't. Oh, oh my God. It. I thought you were going to say Leitner. No, it's Grayson Allen. C- Christian Leitner. I have a lot of respect for the dude made a great yeah. shot. Did you watch? Did you watch? Yeah, I, everyone I, yes. Oh my God. One of the best 30 thirties. Yeah. That's another great wreck. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Grayson Allen. I mean, I don't use this term that often when I refer to people, but he's a because I absolutely he, oh my God, there's so much wrong with him. Like watching him face, his face next to mine, because we always joke that when I walk into a room, people want to punch me just because I'm that guy. But I don't think I have a punchable face. I'm just unlucky. Grayson Allen has such a punchable face. Like I just see him and I just want to punch him. I just so, he makes me so angry because everything he does is wrong. He played for Duke while we were doing this show, didn't he? Because I remember us talking oh, yes. about Duke, and you're like, "Oh, I'm, oh, sure, I, I I'm sure I was probably on my thing." And now he plays for. I think he just got. God, who does he play for? He just had a the L.A. Sparks. He just the LA, he just had LA a flagrant Dream. too, where where he injured um, he injured one of the Chicago Bulls uh, out for four or five games just because of this horrible uh, flagrant two foul, and it's total Grayson Allen. Look it up, people. That's what medium sports are yeah, about. I just we give kinda, you the concept. Give you some details you and then you the figure details. out what he's talking yeah, about. See, I thought, I thought so, for sure you were going to say Roger Goodell because I know you're not a big fan. <gasps> oh, man. What I, mean, a- I do. But, like, I thought about it and I'm like, I, I had on my list, like, every referee ever, every commissioner ever. And I'm like, they're just, you know, you can't even. I don't, I don't. I think it's ridiculous how he puts himself at the center of the draft like he's a celebrity. I just yeah. think that's really poor image management, and he should be in the background, and they should, you have know, other folks doing it. But and, and, I mean, like fans, in the same same vein as you know, us, us, and the-, the NFL draft hosted by Sports Wednesday, <laughs> and we'll do it on Zencaster. It's the only way people can watch. Did you guys? So you know, we were, I was talking about you know villains, sports villains particularly when we were younger, but. Did you guys, what were your thoughts on like Bobby Knight or Tommy Lasorda? I felt like those guys were villainized a little bit too. Knight was on my list. Yeah. Yeah. But Knight really got villainized for me. It was later. Like I just thought he was kind of entertaining. But once once the curtain was pulled back and I like him, the choking incident, uh, me being like, oh man, I, I, that was bad. Um, Yeah. And then like, but Tommy Lasorda and like he he falls in the same vein for me as like Earl Weaver. Like they were just showmen. Like the whole arguing with the umps was just yeah. That was what they did. Um, I didn't really villainize him. I hated the Dodgers just because I hated the Dodgers and and the Yankees. Well, that's the thing. Like those teams just become they're a beacon of something that your team isn't. You know, like the Cowboys or the Steelers mm-hmm. or the Dodgers, Cubs. Or the Patri- Patriots had it too. Patriots, yeah. yeah, Belichick. You know, Belichick's just yeah. not a likable guy. He's not warm and fuzzy. And see, that's yeah. 
No, God, no. There's no warmth in him. He's cold-hearted. I, I would put 2016 Cubs fans in the villain <sighs> category. They were total oh. a-holes during that World Series. God, yes. You well, know, and they would roll into Cleveland, pay three grand for a ticket, some, some steel fake, worker in Cleveland. Some fake Cubs fan that barely knows half the team just because they had money, bought those damn tickets. I'm not bitter at all. So I'm looking here, Maestro. You have, I, I think we're pretty close to a Mount Rushmore of sports villains. I think we have three solid I entries, think. which would be um, Tyson, Lambeer, and either McEnroe or Rowdy, or probably McEnroe. And then maybe we could Twitter survey for that fourth spot. I think that would be sweet. I like that. Yeah, let's do that. So who, who, who do we, who do, who's going to make the survey? I can do, I think, four. I, I think we got to put Rowdy Roddy Piper on there. Sure, Roddy, Roddy, okay. We, I feel like we need a football entry. You, you mentioned James Harrison. I think that's a good one. Is there? Yeah. How about? Uh, I mean, I, Sherman. I'm on such thin ice now uh, around uh, quarterbacks. Oh, we're villainous. <laughs> the universe is like the MOC. You've been making fun of Steelers so oh, long for having that God. quarterback that we are going to give you someone that's twenty times. We might want to avoid that. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, Ray Lewis. Oh, that's a ooh, wow. I mean, he did murder. He did a guy, murder. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe allegedly. Cheap. What's a cheap shot artist though? Like a guy that like. Yeah. What is that? Joe Turkey that Jones Sue or Sug or whatever his name was. He was. Indomica Sue. Indomica Sue. Um, there's been some bad wide receivers of late that are kind of villainous, right? Jerks. Antonio Brown. Oh, yeah. Ocho Cinco, Cooper Cup with his dumb beard, <laughs> Jerry Rice and all his stupid catches. Well, well, let's not. Yeah, so so we'll we'll, we'll put that together. We'll put that we'll, together. We'll uh, we'll we'll get in our secret sports Wednesday thread, which is just popping because of March Madness, and and we'll, we're going to put it out on the Twitters this week. <laughs> and then we will. So we uh, got three. Our, post to Instagram. Yeah, we got three. Right, what are the three again? Yeah, they are Bill and Beer. Hopefully in a mask. Oh. Mike Tyson and John McClure. Cool. And just a reminder to our fans who saw NBC Sports starting to do Mount Rushmore off. They got that from, from us. us. We've got we've got the date stamps to prove it. We invented it. It's our shit. It's our shit. All right. That's best villains. You wanna play that out, Mr. Neither of you guys had a musical villain. Mm. We, you're always talking about music, and you're all like, "Journey." I think it was it was George Harrison. <laughs> yeah, Paul McCartney. Was Yoko Ono on your list? Uh, okay, uh, we uh, I added this in there, Maestro, to your show sheet. I hope yeah, it's, it's okay. Good. But it's, uh, we've never had it this I, early. I, like I like it. We we have a segment that's usually late in the show. So if you're still with us, uh, congratulations, and that's amazing. Let me just say, I'm personally impressed. Uh, but we'd like to get stuff off our chest. We call that a rant or we clean up a mistake we made like I did earlier with that whole Screaming Eagles, Golden Eagles thing. Or we recommend something that we've been enjoying. And we call the segment Rants and Corrections and Recommendations. Oh, wow. I like that. <laughs> nice, Coach. All right. <laughs> Finally, that workshop's paying off. <laughs> a vibrato there. Uh, so this is open mic style. I signed up, Coach. You signed up. Is that all? I am not. Yeah, that's it. I'm I don't sure my street didn't sign up. I'll get mine out of the way quickly. Okay, go ahead. Get it out. My rant. Oh, here is we about go. Motherfucking my <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> we do the whole March Madness show. He doesn't do any research. Doesn't no. do anything. When I, I throw it to him, he's like, you know, I actually haven't watched any games. I don't know anything about any of these teams. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Zero, and now he's ahead, way ahead of all of us in the pool. I'm out. He got as we're about to see. He gets his upset special. He gets his picks. He's just, I. He's either hustling us or he's the luckiest mofo in podcast world. I don't know which one it is. Everything comes easy for him. It really, man, I'm does. telling you, with the exception of cancer. <laughs> but he beat the shit out of that too. <laughs> God damn. 
He's speechless. All right, Coach, what do you got? I am speechless. I don't even know what to say. I I am very surprised by my picks, but it was, like I said, I I just, I hear things, I glean things. That's it. He's just a sponge. He's a gleaner. That's why I was so shocked. Uh, And of course, uh, uh, you folks probably didn't, uh, you had to tune into the Sports Wednesday live show, which was last Thursday on Maestro's Patio. Uh, It wasn't actually broadcast, so you had to actually be in the woods to hear it, but... The fact that you guys dropped a bowl and spilled a bunch of olive oil on your patio, I was like, that's unbelievable. That's what happens at my oh, house. Yeah. That, that's that's very, stain, that stain's not going anywhere for a long time. It's not. It's it's there. You get, you get a power yeah, washer. I, I got a power washer. I, I got it. But it might, it might be person. soaked into the, the stone. You know, I might not it be is. able to get that out. Yeah. You got to get that oil out. You got to suck it out. Hey, I, I got to jump back to the bracket real quick because I got to tell you. You will. I changed a few of my picks because of what coach said. Had I just left them alone, you'd have been better. Be like I would be doing even better. Damn, I'm so sorry. You should never listen to me. Well, that's the thing. I was gleaning. You were so confident. You were I was. I Look, felt like there were you had some intel and I needed to process that. There the are plan. a lot of smarter purple than purple people than than me that purple are, eagles that are are feeling the wrath of sec getting their ass kicked like that no one expect no one picked the sec to be out by now not all those teams yeah but even coach like even virginia tech and that's acc they just rolled through their conference i know tournament. that and then all of a sudden they show up and you're like and i was mm-hmm. like that's a great pick and boom yeah so what do you got what's your mine's, what's a, your mine's a recommendation i uh <laughs> i uh i caught um it's on Netflix. It's called Against the Ice. It's a survival film. It's 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 based. I don't know. Probably, it's not a hockey. It's movie? it's it's right around. It's World War One. Um, Is Rob Lowe in it? He's not in it. It's <laughs> Paul Newman, um, Hanson Brothers, and it's it's got uh, it's it's basically that where they're. Uh, God, you've completely thrown off my entire thought process. I World War One survival movie. No, it's not World War One, but they're explorers. They're explorers. They're in. Uh, they're in the North Pole, I believe, and they're trying to. You know, it's it's like kind of like Shackleton. You know, which is, is played in my head right now because they just found the Endurance, which was Shackleton's right. uh, yeah. ship. Which I've seen that miniseries on TNT about twelve thousand times. It's so good. Like I'm not recommending yeah. that, but this Against the Ice. Um, it's very simple. They they. Their, their ship is there. There's two guys that are saying, we've got to do this for the sense of adventure because we have to retrieve these journals or there's Greenland is lost. So they go across the ice cap and there's all these crazy things. Like it's, it's a typical survival movie, but it's pretty fast paced. It's good. Um, it's well done. Um, and it's, it's an easy sitting. So against the ice, I highly Man v it. nature. Man v nature. It's very good. Coach loves us, man. Be I love him. Speaks to us. So, all right. I'll check that out, Coach. You'll enjoy yeah, it. I'll watch it. Nice. You watching anything good, Maestro? Uh, Nothing that bubbles no, up to recommendation? I'll, I mean, I'm watching the Formula One show. I'm kind of easy. I'm just watching one episode at a time. I have uh, a feeling on that. Um, been enjoying that. And then, you know, me and the wifey poo been watching. We finally get getting around to watching, uh, I call it Land of the Lost in Space, because I always get the damn shows wrong, so. With Lost in Space yeah, season three, yeah. Did you got you watch? Did you watch gotcha. already? Bimo say that. You- yeah, I'm I'm almost done with this I, most recent series season. I, I haven't. I haven't started. I think I watched the first. I, I have. A, I have a question though. Can we? I we can cut this to save Sean. Um, are you are, with your? How much are you going to talk about F one later? Are you going to talk Two about? Two minutes. Are you going to talk? Okay, so I just have a question about the series. You mentioned seven. The seventh episode. I think that yeah. has all the feels. I think that's the one I have coming up. I think I'm on. Oh, so you haven't watched it? All right. So I'm not going to say anything. I just had a question about it. I, so I can't do okay. it. So we'll have to do it off, off the. But uh, I could do an impression for you guys uh, of the robot from Lost in Space, the original series. Let's hear it. Go for it. 40. <laughs> one more time. 40. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> That's really Thank good. You. That is some deep, yeah. deep bass. On occasion, BMOC comes through. Damn. About it. It. I will say this. I, I don't know if I wanted to bubble this up to wreck. I'll, I'll bubble this up to wreck. Bubble but it. I, the, wreck's, the wreck is you might have to, 
if you like cartoons. I do. Oh, is this underdog? Fuck underdog. <laughs> no. And, and if you're Gen X and you grew up watching Hanna-Barbera cartoons, yes. every Hanna-Barbera, right? Apparently, it was rebooted into a series called Jellystone. It's on HBO right now. And there's two seasons of it. And so it's it's all of those characters live in this town called Jellystone. It has it's like Hanna Barbero with a red and stimpy edge. Oh, okay. I think it's I think it's written for adults. I've just been enjoying it, but oh. I've been enjoying it after enjoying several drinks or what extra stuff. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, Jellystone. Jellystone. I, I will Stone. check that out. I loved Hanna Barbera. Coach, have was, you have you yeah, watched so that, that uh, boys animated thing yet? Yes, I watched the whole. I thing. watched the first one. The they're, oh, did you did you like? I've it? watched them all. Yeah, they're they're all very weird. Yeah, um, a little bloody. A little. The last one is wow. It's over the top. Yeah, it's really good yeah. though. Yeah, I I as soon as I saw that, I I, I digested that. <laughs> that was really good. I f- kind of figured you would. As, you know, as, I would. well, we took this show off the rails. Hey, the rails are. Let's see if we can get it. Back. it well, one last question: Has anybody seen the new Batman movie? I have. Did you like it? No. Good, bad, thumbs up, oh. Coach. Thumbs up. Oh, two thumbs. So way good up from Coach. I was gonna, I was gonna do that as a wreck, but for some reason, I thought someone already did it. But I highly, yeah, yeah, go see that movie. We'll talk. Well, and you guys know, I mean, Coach has a Robert Pattinson from Twilight tattoo. Well, right here. Yeah, so on my shoulder. he's a huge fan. Love him. God, so brooding. He's just amazing. He's Team Edward from the get go. Yes. All right, let's uh, let's catch up with how we're doing in our various competitions in a segment we call. Okay, last week we uh, we gave you guys upset specials. It was a great way for you to make money if you listened to Maestro and not be your coach. Yeah, that was smart. Here's how that worked out, Coach. Coach goaded into changing his upset to South Dakota over Providence. South Dakota was shooting great, but I'll tell you what, that Providence team looked like they're for real. They're still yeah, in it. Didn't Aren't come they? through. Yes, Providence is in the Sweet 16. UAB over Houston. I, I explained I had zero belief in Houston, and that zero belief <laughs> continues as they roll through Illinois yes. and teams far better than them. They apparently look pretty good. I need to watch teams before a little I bit, them, little apparently. Bit, yeah. But Maestro knew that the shooting guards of Miami would triumph over the bigs of USC, <laughs> so he got plus one on his upset special. But upset specials, those are like a shot in the they dark, are. right? We yeah. gave you locks of the week. With the lock of the week, you can bet it, and you're going to get money. You just had your bets with the with the, the, the the upset. That is right. So, Maestro, he knew the Chattanooga mocks were looking hot. Hot. They led Illinois that entire game until the final 44 seconds. And they lost. But the important thing is they covered seven and a half points. Nice job there, Maestro. Another plus one. Coach, Ohio State, you, you knew Loyola Chicago was more hype. That's right. Than reality. I was on that train. Okay. Does anybody feel like it's dangerous to take that 102-year-old nun out of wherever they keep her? She looks really old now. Like in, in the middle of COVID and they're going to roll her to <laughs> Buffalo for this game? And all these people around her? She's oh, like living man. her best life. She's like, you know what? If I die, she's yeah. probably like, if I die doing this, I'm okay. Coach, you had some choice yeah. words for the nun last week, didn't you? I did. because Ohio- did. He was. Ohio State's got nuns well, too. Coach- <laughs> Coach has nine issues. Everybody knows it. <laughs> the important thing is his lock came through, whereas I was convinced Norfolk State could cover 20.5 against Baylor. I, mm-hmm. Baylor, I did say they looked dicey. Mm-hmm. That proved proved itself out, just not with Norfolk they State. They, beat by like they should have saved some of those points for the next game. They should have. They definitely should have. But they're out of the running now. So on picks this year, Maestro very strong in first place, five out of six building on his lead from the women's monobob in the Olympics. Let's talk about that for a show. Coach gets on the scoreboard. He had been in 04, but now he's one out of six, pulling himself into a second-place tie with BMOC. (laughs) That's not a sentence you're going to hear often. No. God, you better relish this. And those are your picks. But this season, season five, we have Wager of the Week. This is where we check not who knows the most about sports, but who's the best gambler. So we started out with 10 points each. And uh, you can earn extra points through things like F1 picks. Other things we'll say, like, this is for wager of the week points. And then we can bet those points. So much. Coach, 
He took Auburn to cover 15 and a half over Jacksonville State. They covered. That Thank was you, worth Auburn. five points. Brings him up to 15. BMOC, big fan of the NIT, big fan of Iona, big <laughs> fan of Rick Patino, big fan of Florida. White suits and just a big fan. Italian restaurants. I knew Iona was going to cover. Uh, they lost that game by four points, so plus five there. Maestro, though, oh, man. For some reason, Ben on NBA. I, 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 the I hottest team in basketball. <sighs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know the NBA was still That's going the thing. on. I sh- I should have just stayed in college. I was I was looking. I know the- you were so confident. You're like I'm taking Golden State over the Celtics. I, I wanted an it through ten bones oh, up did. there. So so brazen. You were brazen. So uh, minus ten for Maestro, and then. Uh, the first F1 race, which we're going to talk about here in a minute, uh, we had each drafted drivers, which we uh, did on the live show. Again, if you weren't in the woods behind Maestro's house, you didn't hear that. Uh, but I had uh, Lewis Hamilton, Carlos Sainz, and I got a plus three there. Coach looked good for you to the ah! last lap, and Perez spun out. No points there. Should and then, of course, Maestro and Verstappen and Norris. Uh, he might be wanting to make a change, and that's what's happening right now. Uh, before I give you the points, well, actually, let's do driver changes in the two-minute drill. How Works about for me. That? That's fine. All right. So our wager of the week points right now in first place. Nice. BMOC with 18 points. Coach with 15 in second. And Maestro <laughs> in third with five. No wagers this week. Take a week to think about what you want to do with your points, fellas. I know what I want to do. That was your scoreboard update. And now it's time for the two-minute drill to wrap up the show. Maestro, do you want to play the riff and set this up? Two-minute Okay, a little different two-minute drill. Normally, we all take uh, 20 seconds to get two takes each. Here's the thing about the two-minute drill. So last week, I I feel bad because BMOC, he was was raging. He wanted to do an episode with a a full agenda. He had all kinds of things to talk about. Lots of three stuff. hour episode and, uh, at least. And Coach and I, we pulled back a little bit. We're like, dude, all right, we need to trim the fat here a little bit. And we trimmed off a, a pretty significant chunk of, of Formula One stuff. And BMOC, he loves Formula One. He was really excited. The season kicked off that last weekend. So I wanted to give him two minutes to kind of re-deliver on some of his excitement. Maybe, maybe give a, a summary 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 of the first race. And yeah, yeah. Uh, what, yeah. what do you say? So, Take it away. All right. So, uh, first of all, season uh, your two minutes starts now. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> On Netflix, it's great. I consumed it all in like three days, and uh, I really enjoy the, the talk about villains. Wait to see episode ten at the end. It's just so worth it. Uh, here's the big change in F1. It's from 13 inch tires to 18 inch tires. Now, I'm not trying to claim that I know what that means. <laughs> But uh, the cars look different. You guys saw them. those tires. They are they're lower and uh, everybody's trying to figure this out because now the aerodynamics are all different on how they're going to get the air yeah. moving under those cars. The reason they did this was, uh, you know, how in in the series, they're always complaining about dirty air. I mean, you're following somebody, the air is all rumbly and now the air is smooth. And so that's supposed to allow more more overtaking in F1. That's what what was behind the rule change. And it happened a little bit there with, uh... it, it did happen in that first race. So I think you saw Ferrari when Max Verstappen, he took the lead, lost the lead, yeah. took the lead lot, like all within, it was a great series mm-hmm. of uh, changes there. So that's, that's the one thing, big technical changes. Second thing, Ferrari seems to have something figured out. Nobody else does. Now I have no doubt Mercedes will figure this out, but Ferrari has been like a third or fourth place team. And they went one, two in that race. Haas, which uses Ferrari engines, did better than they've done in three years. So Ferrari's got something cooking. And so it could be like three teams at the top. I think that's pretty good uh, for for F1 as well. And I think the other story is Maestro's McLaren. (sighs) They are struggling. They're they're the new Haas. They are the new Haas. So, uh, yeah. So will Lewis Hamilton, like, I, I don't think you can ever count Mercedes out. They've got a thousand people it's one that race. just work on F1. You know what I mean? And they'll figure it out. So I think Lewis still is a guy to be considered for, uh, for another championship. Red Bull, they are using last year's engine, which was a Honda engine. Honda has pulled out of F1. So now it's called the Red Bull engine. And uh, I don't know, man, they were having problems with those cars. 
the way Max wants to drive versus that car's dependability seemed to cause him getting burnt out of that race. So I don't know. I think I think I think it's going to be an interesting three team race for the top. I don't think it'll be like a two team, two teams and everybody else. So I think we'll have more fun wagering on it. And uh, I know what do you guys think? Do you guys watch the race? And yeah. we're all texting. Oh yeah, I watched it. it. I did. I do think I really like the way the cars look. They look like Munster yeah. cars or something. There's something. I, they look sweet. It, they look different. They look chunky or dune buggy or something. There was just something. They're also the the colors seemed like almost like muted. Yeah. Not so. Deep, um, deep yeah. And, they they and yeah. Mysterious. They look cooler. Yeah. I agree. Um. Yeah, that was a good race. I. I um. Yeah, it was a good race. <laughs> I'm just mad. He's not the best. <laughs> I'm just I'm not the best color guy in the business. I'm just mad that I motor that I, I picked the worst race to stay away from my guy. The worst race. That's right. So coach's guy for the past few years has been Charles Leclerc. And then when we did the driver draft again on the live show that you had to be in the Woods BM Master House to hear. Coach, you had the sandwich picks because you had come in right. first last year. So you you picked the number twos on Mercedes, and nobody would have blamed you. It was a good pick, but, but like I should have gone with my gut. You got to stick here, with the guys that you love. Well, here's the thing. So you who That's do you true. have, Coach? You have what three and four? I have Checo and has, uh, Russell. Yeah, he has Russell and Perez. So Maestro, right now you're in third place. So you have the first chance if you want to change one of your drivers for this week's race. Well, here's the thing. I mm-hmm. I really want. Because I have Verstappen, and I think even though I think Red Bull's going to struggle a little bit, Verstappen will still be up there in the top. I really like. I want. I want a Ferrari guy. So I. I want. Um, I, I want to take Leclerc, but I feel bad taking him from Coach. But I take him if you want him. Look, man, it's, it's nothing personal. It's just all right. Points. All right. So I'm going to take. I'm going to swap out Lando for Leclerc. Good call. Lando Norris back on the board. Oh. I have a feeling right, you'll coach? drop. I'm, I'm staying with my guys. My, my guys were were in the points. Yeah, yeah, they were there. I mean, here's the thing. It's going to be. I think McLaren will bounce back, but it's going to take maybe four or five races. No, so. I. But I also think Leclerc is a. I. I think Ferrari. That's a big pick. What do you think, yeah. Tall Sean? <laughs> He's not listening anymore. <laughs> that's right. The show ended for him at the wager of the week. But that, here's what I love about it is. All these teams that were completely out of it last year. You had Haas in the top five. You had Alpha yeah, that was Romeo. exciting. Botas came in six. That's pretty good uh, for Road him. Warrior. You know, Tienza Tori. So, uh, so fun. Uh, next race is Saudi Arabia. It is on Sunday at one p.m. Oh, actually, think I have a conflict. I might miss that one. Oh, what are you doing at one o'clock on Sunday? You Father Dave in town? I got uh, I got tickets. I got tickets to see a thing. Oh, oh! Look at him. He can't even tell us. All right. So that's uh, that's the F one two minute drill. I, I my stroke. I think good call. Like if we talk about F one every few episodes, right at the end when nobody's listening, I think that's that's, that's probably smart. Then we can just talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've got Lewis Hamilton on the line here for some questions. Did you guys prepare anything, or should I just cut him loose? Cut him loose. Cut him loose. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that was. Were you keeping time? Yeah, I was keeping time. Anybody want to guess how what, 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 where he went? I think I was like uh, one fifty eight, fifty eight. Pretty darn close. I'm gonna go uh, three fifteen. Ah, oh, so close! It was three minutes and fifty three seconds. So Damn. All right, there being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way, on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hagen, people on the big man on campus, saying, "Good times, everyone." Good times. And, and fellas, stick around. I got some after talk. I got to run past noise. you. Noise.
boys. If we had hired that drummer, do you know how good that would have sounded? She was a fat machine. She kept them all on clean. She was a big damn woman in a machine. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times.